Sometimes you just need a quick overview of the news. Other times you need a deeper understanding of what's going on. The Rundown Podcast has all of that, and it's Chicago-based, so you know what's up in your neighborhood and across town. Listen to The Rundown wherever you get your podcasts. As Americans get older, it's natural to think about how and specifically where you want to spend your golden years. And more and more Americans are saying no to nursing homes and choosing instead to stay put in their own homes. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Ditching the nursing home and opting to stay in your own home that you spend maybe the last 10, 20, or maybe 30 years at, that's called aging in place. And some of those who choose this option say it allows them and senior adults like them to maintain a certain level of independence that they're used to and can even save them money in the long run. Now, for more on this, we turn to Chicago Sun-Times columnist Mary Mitchell and Margaret LaRavier. Deputy Commissioner of Senior Services with Chicago's Department of Family Support Services and head of the Area Agency on Aging. You'll also hear listeners who called to weigh in with their own experiences. Now, Mary tackled this topic of aging in place for her latest Sun-Times column, and she wrote that many see it as a way to have independence, but that it also can be a product of not having other options. Here's Mary. I went to a, a retirement community, and I wanted to pack my bags and move in right away. But... Unfortunately, it was more, it was out of my league, you know, $12,000 a month. I didn't have $12,000 a month to pay for, uh, you know, a, a retirement community. I, and I think a lot of people are going to, a lot of seniors are going to be in that exact place when it's time, when they can no longer live independently. Uh, they want to stay in their home. They, I want to stay in a place that I said, this is my forever home. And what does that mean? Forever, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I want I want something familiar. I want to stay in my community. And I want to be safe, and seniors should be safe, in the community they choose to live in. Yeah. What do you think, Margaret? Aging Uh, in place. Yes, I think uh, Mary is absolutely correct. Um, Studies have found and supported that if you ask a senior where they would like to be, they want to age within home, within communities, neighbors that they've known for years, Um, areas that are familiar to them. Um, And again, she's correct. When you look at aging outside the home um, in a a senior uh, retirement facility, uh, it can range anywhere from $4,000 to $12,000 or even more. If you need memory care support, it's even more expensive. And Mm -hmm. so it is out of the price range of a lot of people um, to be able to, to reside in those type of facilities. Some of the best parts of your columns, Mary, is when you get personal, when you start to, you know, tell your story. Uh, So I understand you downsized. Um, You left your three-story home and you moved into a three-bedroom apartment in a high-rise. What was that like? And why did you make the move? Well, I made the move because absolutely three-story house was too much for me to handle. Uh, It's a lot of house. It's a lot of house and a lot of stairs to climb, you know, from basement to attic. Uh, so that's one reason I just needed to make a change. Uh, but the thing that was also uh, on my mind when I moved out of that three-story three story house was that now this house is perfect for a young family. It needed children. It needed, you know, a few pets. It, it, just, it just seemed the right time for me to, to move on. Mm-hmm. But it was very emotional. Mm. And 
I packed up knowing that I was putting stuff in storage. I was giving stuff away. I was moving into a smaller space. Mm-hmm. And it was very important for me to to really embrace this as my forever place. I don't want, I have no intention of moving from there to another place. Mm-hmm. You say emotional. What was the feeling? Sad. I was sad. It was like a part of me. This was my home for 30 years. And I knew every nook and cranny and every window and, you know, the the boiler and all of those things. Right. You know? <laughs> so I and my community. Maywood was a lovely community. Uh, I knew all my, I knew my neighbors. I knew the people who worked at the stores. I, all of that. Yeah. It's familiarity. And I think when as I get older, I crave familiar places and familiar spaces. Um, my and also. Uh, my daughter was always saying that, oh, you know, when you get older, you're gonna, we're gonna move you in with us, and you're gonna have your own room. I was like, who said I want to move in with a son or my daughter? You know, <laughs> I really want to be independent. And uh, I think, uh, as uh, our other guests said, uh, you ask the senior, and they're gonna tell you they want to age in place. They mm-hmm. want they need to have a place of their own where they can feel safe, and they can feel like. Uh, this is this is my place, this is my space, and I'm going to be able to enjoy it. Yeah. Margaret, a, a 2021 AARP survey found that three and four adults age 50 and older want to stay in their homes rather than live in retirement communities or assisted living facilities. Talk more about that. You just heard Mary's story, but, but why is that overall? And, and have you been seeing on your end an increase in services to help seniors actually be able to do that? Yes, um, and so um, older adults want to age well, they want to age safely, and they want to age capably within their home. Um, and I think the thing we don't talk about or think about is how do we prepare to do that? Um, and so one of the things that you should be thinking of um, is upkeep and maintenance of your home. Um what we find um, is that seniors will need services and support as the wear and tear of the home just becomes insurmountable. Um, there becomes holes in the walls, holes in the floors. Um, and when that happens, it threatens your ability to continue to live safely in that home because for your safety and protection, you may need to leave the home because it's no longer inhabitable. Um, so we uh, try to support seniors uh, by making referrals for home modifications. Um, seniors will call in asking for support with um, roof repair. Um, but the best preparation is um, in advance trying to make small, uh, modest repairs as you can go along because, of course, that can be expensive. Um, but having that home safe and and able to keep you there is, is very important. Yeah. What do you hear, Mary, from, from your peers about why they would rather skip those options, assisted living facilities? Well, because they're not, they've had bad experiences. They were either visited one or had to put a parent in one, and, and, and it was not a pleasant experience. I mean, as soon as you say assisted living, they just draw up. They mm. they don't want it, you know. And I'm not gonna I'm not here to you know to put down assisted living facilities or retirement communities or anything like that. But to explain why aging a uh, aging population really wants to stay with family. And and you know that's interesting because when we were growing up, uh, a lot of people 
they, their homes were filled with not just their children and their immediate nuclear family, but also the extended family. The grandmother lived there, the grandfather lived there, or the aunt and the uncle who had no other, uh, didn't have children, they were living in the household. Yeah. And so it was a generational, multi-generational household. And we got away from that for a while, and now I think we're coming back to it because people are finding out that they cannot afford to put their uh, parents in a place uh, uh, where they're getting great care and they're mm-hmm. and they're safe. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, this is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Aging in place, that's what we're talking about. It refers to seniors having the ability to live in their own home and community safely, independently, and comfortably rather than a retirement or senior care facility. And so we're learning more about how to effectively do that by talking with Mary Mitchell, who is a Chicago Sun-Times columnist, and Margaret Lavravier, who's a Deputy Commissioner of Senior Services with DFSS, as well as Executive Director of the Area Agency on Aging. I want to jump to the phones because we are taking your calls as well. Remember, our number is 866-915-WBEZ. If you want to add to this conversation, maybe aging in place is something you are talking about with your family right now. We want to hear about adjustments you've made or conversations you're having at 866-915-WBEZ. And let's go to Evanston where Wendy's calling from. Hey, Wendy, welcome to the show. Hello, how are you? Doing well. Thank you so much for your call. What are your thoughts? Well, I visited 12 places with a girlfriend to see about retirement homes, and I was not convinced by anyone, any one of them. The only one I liked wanted um, a lot of money, which I could have afforded, and also a monthly payment, and to be put on a waiting uh, line for a cottage because I have a dog and I will always have a dog. It was Mm. $15,000. The rest of the places did not impress me. There was some problem with, with them one or the other. They were friendly or they, but they didn't have long-term care. And um, my dad lived till he was 102 and a half. Mm. And my mother died of Alzheimer's. So, I'm probably going to live a long time. Hmm. That's what I suspect. Yeah, I I agree. Thank you so much for your call, Wendy. I mean, you were smiling uh, through some of that there, Mary. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, the thing here is that people are beginning to face reality. Mm -hmm. Eventually, you know, we are going to leave here. And I think that's what uh, these reports that and these studies are beginning to look at where this is impacting the overall population. The aging is impacting it in a way that we had not really anticipated, and now we're scrambling trying to figure out this housing market. You know, mm-hmm. we have uh, boomers and uh, uh, staying in their homes, and, not, and those homes not going on the market, and you have Gen Xers, Gen Xers and uh, Gen Zers, Gen Zers and millennials looking for housing, and the housing that, you know, at one time would be available is no longer available because people are wanting to stay in their homes. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you looked into the effect of seniors staying right. in their homes um, and, and what it has on the housing market. So, I mean, do you see telehealth contributing to some of what you just described? Uh, telehealth in what way? You mean if you're staying in your home and you can do? Yes. Yeah. I can see it contributing. Uh, and also, I think uh, it's a matter of neighborhoods. I mean, if 
if it's a great neighborhood, people are very there. Everybody's trying to get into that neighborhood. And it's great. If it's great for you, it's great for those those seniors. Too. <laughs> right, right. right. Uh, Margaret, what, what do you think? I mean, in, in Mary's column, you know, she also talks about tailoring housing to meet seniors needs. Uh, what do you think here? Yeah, I think uh, home ownership has always been a source of pride. Um, And so, as Mary says, you know, um, older adults are reluctant to leave, you know, that that the biggest investment that they've ever made. Um, The other issue, unfortunately, depending on what neighborhood you get, your return in that investment is not going to be that great. And what we do know is that seniors are um, living longer the older population is growing in Chicago. Um, and so it is costly and, and, and expensive um, to, to try to age successfully um, throughout the years. And so it, it is a more affordable option to stay in your home if you can stay in your home. And again, preparation for trying to stay in that home will be very important. What do you recommend that people consider about whether aging in place is right for them? Uh, I, I definitely think, as, as you have mentioned earlier, um, if possible, having a discussion with family in terms of what family supports will be available um, for you. Um, what we see um, as the senior population is growing, we're also seeing um, a lot of seniors that are living alone as head of household. And so um, as seniors age, Um, they tend to need more and more support. Mm -hmm. So, again, identifying who that support will be. Um, And then, of course, we encourage older adults to reach out to us for senior services and support. We provide support uh, with nutrition, access to food. Um, We have 21 senior centers throughout the city. Um, We know that um, social engagement is very important. And so we can help connect seniors to both services and to others. The National Institute on Aging has a really helpful safety checklist, Mary. It's on their website, and it goes room by room. We were looking at it this morning. It lists things to look out for, like, you know, things like making sure that areas are well lit and the railings are secure. Uh, It even gets as specific as as making sure that there's a small table near an entryway for, for packages as you're, you know, you're fiddling with your keys. Did you have to make any adjustments to your home that you can think of or maybe... Point yet of making any adjustments. You haven't gotten to that point <laughs> <No>. yet. <laughs> but, but, or but maybe there, peers but of there yours. There are things I'm thinking about. You know, I'm thinking about uh, I need a grab bar, you know. In, uh, in the shower? In the shower because you kind of feel unsafe because uh, as, you, as you age, balance becomes an issue. Uh, so you have to think about that. Uh, finding out what the resources are in your community and what's there to help you. Uh, there's There are senior centers, but if you're not aware of them and you don't know uh, what they offer, then it's no, it's not doing you any good. Yeah. Uh, being able to be prepared for an emergency, if something were to happen to you and you're living all by yourself, what would, what, what's the plan? You know, do you have a, an alert system or something that a system that you can depend on to get you help when you need it? Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, looking in, just looking out for the resources before you need them. You just don't want to be in a situation where you're there, you're by yourself uh, you do, have not made any connections with the neighbors or family or friends uh, to get support, and you're trying to live alone. That's just not going to work. Let's jump back to the phones. Candace is on the line. Hi, Candace. Welcome to Reset. Hi. 
what are your thoughts on aging in place? Um, so I both my mom, who's a retired teacher, she lives with us, and she tried assisted living for a few months, but like. They would take her to the store but not help her shop. So she couldn't get all the things she needed from the little ride-on buggy, you know. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't really working out. But another thing is that I work for um, a a Chicago-area managed care organization with setting people um, up who qualify with um, home homemaker services to help with their activities of daily living, which I'd say is the primary reason people end up, other than serious health conditions, um, end up going to assisted living because they need help with cleaning, cooking, Mm -hmm. shopping, things like that. And so, and there's like, it's a double benefit because it keeps people in their homes for longer, which improves their their quality of life. But then it's also um, less costly for taxpayers uh, in in general because um, all that money isn't being paid to like long-term care and, um, assisted living places like my mom was in a medicaid approved assisted living place but since she didn't have medicaid she had to pay um it was like twenty six hundred dollars a month which was pretty much her whole pension Mm. um to to have half a hotel room yeah these are good good thoughts thank you for calling candace margaret any thoughts there and i know you can also talk about the the state community care program uh, and how that's helping folks you know figure out what I'd like to do, because um, I believe the caller hit it right on the nail in mm-hmm. terms of identifying and, and connecting to services that will support you. Um, here in Chicago, we have our senior helpline. May I share that number? Yes, please. Okay, that's 312-744-4016. And that is 312 Four zero one six. So that number uh, will connect older adults, family members um, to information and assistance for referral assessment and discussions about the the needs and the services such as homemaker services, um, home delivered meals, meals on wheels, monthly food boxes, all those different supports that help you as you seek to age independently. You mentioned the state community care program. Mm -hmm. We provide referrals to that program, which specifically does what the caller is talking about, um, help connecting older adults to services that help them stay in the home. It is um, less expensive to have someone age in home than have them age in a nursing facility. Mm -hmm. And again, for all the reasons that Mary shared, people prefer to age in the community. So there are very there are resources through the state and with the city that seniors can connect to to help them age safely and yeah. age well within their home. Yeah, I mean, and when you get to the point where you need in-home care every day, I mean, the initial thought is that that's not a less expensive option than than moving to an assisted living uh, facility. But is there a list of skills and abilities that you should look out for you within you know as an older adult that would help you determine when it is safer to move out of your home yes and i'm going to tell you that's always a very uh tough question and it's a tough decision for older adults to make um which is one of the reasons that we um want to connect older adults to services to case managers to in-home support because you do have an objective person that's in the home 
that's supporting you that can help you uh, make that decision as to when to leave the home. But for instance, if you're having problems with your daily um, um, grooming activities, uh, no longer able to dress yourself uh, or uh, bathe yourself, Mm. Uh, those are are having difficulties in doing that. If you're falling um, a lot, someone mentioned um, um, not being able to uh, move around freely and independently with your home. Yeah. If you find that you need more and more supports to help you live independently, right. that's when you you know need to start considering whether it's safe for yeah. you to continue to be in your home. Yeah. There's also the 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 thought of you know being able to advocate for for yourself you know when you do want to age in place right mary because we had a caller hava from gold coast who um, couldn't remain on the line but was talking about their elderly friend who was trying to age in place but had a small injury and went to rehab and they haven't let her leave because of her age yeah it's been months yeah and and probably because she doesn't have family yeah i would guess that she probably doesn't have family to help her make these decisions or to take responsibility because uh if you if you if you're in a assisted living facility and you have an uh, an injury or something like that, they can't just send you home without a, a plan yeah. to how you're going to be cared for. So these are these are big questions, huge questions, huge questions that you should be addressing while you're still able to think your think your way through them before you need them. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the kind of questions you have to ask. Let's get a brief final question in here from Gail. Gail's calling from Deerfield. Hi, Gail. Hey there, Sasha. How are you? Doing well. What's your thought? Um, I just am going through this right now with my 94-year-old aunt and uncle. They have no children, and they want to age in place in their apartment. So I just thought I might have some tips of what I've been through in the last like year and a half, setting up delivery service for food. There's okay. a company called Cookie Unity we use. You have four meals a week delivered, but then they can, you know, kind of fill in the other three mm-hmm. and just how to keep the home safe so you mentioned like a, a bar in the shower um, also we have a chair in the shower so they can sit and not at risk of slipping as much we've got um, lights in the hallway that are sensor lights so if they get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night there's a light we also have um, and you know you can order all this stuff on Amazon these are great tips with, mm-hmm. with- yeah these are great tips Gail thank you so much for, for calling in. We'll have to leave it there. Our guests have been Mary Mitchell, who's a Chicago Sun-Times columnist. We wrote a great column on this very topic. Go ahead and check it out at suntimes.com. And Margaret LaRavie, who's Deputy Commissioner of Senior Services with DFSS and Executive Director of the Area Agency on Aging. Thank you both so much for sticking around. Thank you. That episode of Reset was produced by Linnea Dominic and edited by Micah Yason and Meha Ahmed. Want to hear more conversations like this? Then make sure that Reset has a place in your podcast feed by hitting that subscribe button. We drop new episodes weekday mornings and afternoons with a bonus on Saturday mornings. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you back here tomorrow. If you need a break from the news, WBEZ's Nerd App Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club. Listen to Nerd App wherever you get your podcasts.